You are listening to the weekly Great Covenants podcast hosted by Dr. Harlan. So why do we do what we do? We are on a mission to find and voice the hidden stories of excellence in local government so that others are motivated to lead and transform communities. We share information and profile local government practitioners and active citizens who are ethically leading change and innovation in communities and showcase this on our various digital media platforms. So this morning we are in discussion with Stephen Herbst and he is the co-founder of an organization, Tidy Towns. Welcome onto our platform, Stephen. Good morning, Holland. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Wonderful. Stephen, you're the co-founder of the organization, Tidy Towns. Tell us about yourself firstly and the organization. Okay, so I grew up in Johannesburg. I moved there when I was 10 years old and I've been on the south coast in the Margate area from the early 90s, 30 odd years. And I have two businesses on the South Coast, a clothing business, and I have an air conditioning business, both of which are very, uh, we employ quite a few people. And I've got a huge passion for the area. I grew up there. It was the best years or is the best years of my life. Mm. And I've seen it go from very, very good with a huge amount of tourism to uh, dropping off over the last I'd say 10, 15 years and uh, Tidy Towns has come along and um, myself and a few guys got together and we started Tidy Towns and it's been one of the best things that I've been a part of and it's uh, it's giving back to the community that gave me so much more or so much. Okay, so, so the name Tidy Towns, when did you guys actually start this organization and what is it all about? So Harlem, funny thing is it started out with a friend of mine, um, Reg Horn, climbing out of the surf last year. He's a retired man who uh, retired to the South Coast, formerly from Durban, grew up on Durban. And um, he got out of the, the water the one day after a surf and he said, you know, guys, we need to do something about what's happening here on our beachfronts with all the drinking in public, the litter, broken bottles, etc. And um, we all got together and that's how we came about it. And the name itself, it comes from a movement in Ireland. You get awarded as the best town via the Tidy Towns concept over there. And we like the name, but have never really installed it or used their uh, protocol or any of their aims. We've done it from our own. So ours has been, you know, homegrown, if you can call it that, 100% South Coast. Okay, so Tidy Town, it, it almost sounds almost like the blue flag concept about clean beaches. Is it similar or is there a difference? Now, there's a huge difference. I mean, uh, blue, we, we work with a municipality regarding blue flag status that's got its own criteria, but it is very similar in the sense that you have to have a certain criteria. Our aim was basically to identify areas of tourism and areas that draw tourists and have historically drawn tourists like our beach fronts on the south coast. And we started out with one small beach at St. Michael's Beach. And that's where it all started. And from there, it was just like a snowball effect. Okay, I'm going to get to that shortly. But one of the things that struck me that you said, you say, there's no use criticizing government. Why do you say that? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Alan, we live in a time where... You know, if you're going to wait for government to do things on their own, I think we're going to wait to a point where there's going to be nothing left. And I think we as Tidy Towns realize that. And there's such a thing as civic pride. And we realize that within our municipality, we have some real heroes and we identified them and we work with them constantly. And that has been the success of Tidy Towns is working together with those that have got the authority to give us the go ahead to do what we do. 
So we've seen how people in the past have tried to criticize and threaten and sue and things like that. But ultimately, you know, you, you get to a point where it becomes stale and nothing gets done. And uh, you have this kind of reaction between the two that renders no service whatsoever. And then there's animosity, which you don't want in a small area. Okay, so take us now into what is it that Tidy Town actually, what is it that you guys do? Okay, so tidy towns. So we are we're a bunch of like-minded people. We are 100% voluntary based. So we have aligned ourselves with the Margate Roundtable. They run our bank account, and that is what they do. They've got a, a chartered accountant, Shane Woolley, who runs our bank account for us. So it allows us to focus on actually doing the work. So we're not a bunch of people that talk. We actually do. So what we do is we identified our beaches. That's why we are called Tidy Town Shelly Beach to Margate. Shelly Beach is a ski boat base, a small craft harbor, and a commercial fishing spot. And St. Michael's is a surfing beach. Uvongo is also a surfing beach and a beach for holidaymakers, as well as Manaba Beach and Margate Beach. Mm. So those, let's say, five-odd beaches we focused on, and they're all next to each other on the same marine drive on the south coast. We started out as St. Michael's, and we went straight back to basics, keeping the bins. We did a dustbin audit. We know how many bins are on each beachfront. We know how often they need to be re-sleeved. When I say re-sleeved, we get bags from the municipality, and every single morning, our volunteers, they take the bags out, they remove the rubbish, they put a new bag in there, and we have a fresh start to the day. And they monitor those bags throughout the day at every beach. The beauty of this is, is that it is a donation-driven drive that we have. So we are reliant on donations from the public, from businesses, and from those that want to see a difference on the South Coast. And we start with the basics, like I said, weeding, cleaning, repaving, and edging of paving. And we've got a concept that works and it's clean makes clean. So if you attract cleanliness to your area, the people that you're going to attract are also going to be cleaner people. People that want to see less litter on the ocean. They have a likeness for the ocean and for animals, etc. And that's what we've seen. eh? And as we've enforced this with the municipality, with law enforcement, we can see the huge improvements along our coastline and how schools and other NPOs are getting involved to do their little bit in the area. But, but now my question is, you know, are you not doing the work of the municipality or are you working with them? I think we've got a very good relationship with the municipality and the various departments, like let's say, for instance, the health and sanitation. So, yes, we do do the work if we have to and if we get permission and if there's a timeline that we feel is going to be you know too extended then we'll rather get in as business and as the the community and we'll rather do it ourselves for instance we did one of the roads i think it's the r662 that goes up towards margate police station that was a massive undertaking that job i think if it was done through the tender process that dot uses would have been in the region of about four million rand to repair close to that anyway and we managed to do it for well under a million and it was totally sponsored by various role players in the area and we did it within three weeks okay so that and tell me about your volunteers you talked about volunteers they are not paid at all 
Yeah, they are. They are subsidized through our donations and our and our donors. So let me tell you the beauty of Tidy Towns, all right? And you'll see all of this on the Facebook page, Tidy Town Shelly Beach to Margaret. So what we do is we actually go to an area when we start out. We ascertain what the main causes are for the pollution and the dereliction of the area or any other issues that we have, like vagrants, bin collectors, etc. And we actually empower them. We bring them in and we say to them, guys, if you come in and you help us to clean up, do the edges, re-sleeve the dustbins and that, and you do an honest day's work with us, whatever we get in, we will be able to then give you some stipend from the donations that are received. And, you know, uh, Holland, the beauty of that is you got, you're taking people that have come out of COVID, that have lost their jobs, People that have fallen on hard times that have lost their ability to make money, they've lost their families, and we've taken a lot of those people, and those people are so grateful for the work. And I can tell you, on average, we are paying our volunteers 120 rand a day, and we're giving them a meal. And they work, some of them work seven days a week, but it's a voluntary system. You come there, you come and pick up your your, let's call it your bucket and your spade or whatever it is that you need for the job at hand and you go down there and we've got third party insurance, we've got all of those those requirements that you would have as a normal business to protect these guys against injury etc so it really is something that's quite magnificent um, we've also been very involved in helping these volunteers with their drug addiction by giving them a purpose and reintegrating them into society. And on top of that, we as a, a bunch of volunteers and what we call, we don't have chairman and et cetera. We keep it very simple. You know, one of the slogans is kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Mm. We've got drivers at each beach. So I particularly drive Margate with my uh, close friend, Scott Kolswig. And we have sent back to Johannesburg, probably close to 15 families on the bus. That's what they needed. So they started out as tidy towners. And we, we got to know them and know what their requirements are and what their wishes are. And their wishes were to go back to family. Mm. So we helped them with that. We, we sent them back on a bus, gave them some uh, food money, and we had them cleaned up, gave them some clothing from our clothing factory. And that is the beauty of Tiny Towns, to be very honest with you. That is the real beauty of what we do. That and obviously our litter projects to get the litter off our beachfronts. So, so if you look at this, it's all good and it's fantastic work that you guys are doing. What are some of the lessons that you've learned getting tidy towns off the ground? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, voluntary work comes at a cost. It comes at the cost of your family's time, time that you can have to relax. It's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week hmm. project. And there is only about 14 of us on our group of drivers. And I can tell you... We have, we have definitely made mistakes. We've taken on far more than we could chew. But you know what? With true grit and determination, we've got it right. I would say that our biggest uh, mistakes have been taking on really big jobs without having enough funding and also realizing that, you know, when you take on these volunteers, you know, their circumstances at home are sometimes uh, very dangerous and can be projected through working with us. So drug abuse and those sort of things, you know, you you could find out as much as you can. But, you know, to really understand what goes on in their daily lives and at home, you only find out when, when that actually raises its head. Until you know, we've had one or two issues um, where we've had some serious issues happen. Also, we didn't understand a lot of the procedures that need to be followed. So from fauna and flora, you know, if we saw vagrants staying in an area, we would go in and cut bush and things like that 
And, um, you know, we've made our mistakes and we are definitely over-enthusiastic. But we, we've got the right permissions in place. But, you know, our biggest critic has been uh, sometimes the public, eh? And we never saw that. We thought that it was going to be a feel-good thing. And there's there's been a lot of obstacles that we've had to overcome mm. by just, you know, over time, just letting people see that we're doing it for the right reasons and with a pure heart. Mm. And then also one of the biggest mistakes that we've made in the past is if you if you've got a bad feeling about the intentions of someone that is going to join you, you know, just listen to your gut with those sort of things because a beautiful thing can be undone by the very incorrect individuals that get involved. You know, they might have a hidden agenda or an agenda to, uh, you know, extract money. So those are things that we watch very carefully from Tidy Towns, Shelly Beach to Margate. We've opened up a couple of other Tidy Towns too, and those have been the biggest um, problems is that uh, people feel very threatened by this new movement of people that really just want to give back, you know? Yeah. There's no hidden agendas from our side. We play open cards. So we very transparent and everything's there for the public or anyone to come and view. Yeah, which brings me to my almost final question, you know. Local government is highly politicized. How do you guys manage to steer away from the politics of it all? I'm going to say this on behalf of myself because I don't pull punches when I say things. I said in the beginning, we're a bunch of doers. We're not guys that sit in meetings and want to have meeting after meeting and discuss the same subject over and over. What we want to do is we want to talk about something. We want to go out there. We want to get it done. And that is the difference. And I think when you become political, you've got everyone that have got their own agenda. So let's say the red party and the blue party, and I am now going to side with the blue party. Then the red party is going to put their finger in the pipe to say, no, don't let the blue party do that. And 90% of the time, that is exactly what it is. What we are is we're a bunch of South Africans in this uh, country and we need to start doing what is right. And and when I say what is right is let's go back to the basics. We need to stay apolitical as tiny towns because we have got such an amazing community that if you really want to ruin what we have done, we would then align ourselves with one specific party and that would be the worst thing that we could do. And I can tell you now, I think that going forward, civil society and civil responsibility, I think they call it civic pride. I think you're going to see a lot of it in South Africa and I think it's going to breed a new generation and a generation that we're going to become very proud of. And the youngsters in our country need to start realizing that they need to take up a spade and they need to do the basics to make this beautiful country an even better country than it's ever been before. And I think we've got everything right at our doorstep to do that, Harlem. That's the truth. So stay apolitical, work with people that want to do better. doesn't matter what creed or color they come from. Let's work together as South Africans and let's make for a better tomorrow. Okay, so so what's next for Tiny Towns? Well, I can tell you now, we started off just as Tidy Town Shelley Beach to Margate. We now have Tidy Towns Port Shepston, Tidy Town Shelley, uh, sorry, Sea Park to Banana Beach, Tidy Town Scottborough is going to be launching next week. Tidy Towns Pennington has launched. Tidy Towns Amenzum Toti we've got. We've got Tidy Towns Coxstead. And recently, we've even launched Tidy Towns Glen Ashley in Durban. So, you know, the sky's the limit. I want to get involved with anyone that wants to make a difference in their town. Uh, we are willing to share what we have learned, how we have learned it, and how to get on and make a relationship with the role players in the areas that you have. And the key is to make a team with your SAPS, your law enforcement, with your local municipality, and with any uh, private security companies that are in the area. That's the key to this working. And I can tell you now, 
If you want to live in a better town or you want to upgrade your town or you want your town to be even better with less drugs, vagrants, etc., Tidy Towns is definitely a platform that you can do that from, without a doubt. So it is not just for coastal towns. You said that the model can be applied to inland towns as well. Alam, I'll tell you something. Tidy Towns is the best thing that I've ever been a part of. I'm proud of it. I think that if it can go national, it will make a difference in every single town, on every single street. And I'm going to tell you how simple it is. If you as a person, as a resident in this country, just take care of your little stretch in front of your house, your business, or a property that you own or have access to, you will be making a step in the right direction that can change the lives for everyone in the towns that you live in. So Tidy Towns is then a perfect example, you say, of business and local government actually being able to work together to make a difference. 100%. I think it's the most, it's a symbiotic relationship that I think should have happened years ago. I think that uh, because we do not go with our hand out trying to re receive funds from the municipality, Rayan Kenyani municipality, our municipality with law enforcement and the SAPS has just seen what a pure approach we've got and that everything we do, it's not clouded by trying to make money behind the scenes or trying to make something ugly of what we're trying to do. It's basically to uplift the area. You know, Holland, on the south coast, the only thing we have as an industry is tourism. And that's what Tidy Towns is there for, is to bring the tourism back by working with the local municipality. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your passion and your commitment to making South Africa great. Blessings to you and all the best. Thanks, eh? Thank you very much, Harlan. Have a great day. Cheers then. Good day. This is Sajid Nane, Market SAPS Communications Officer. Our office can confirm that Tin Town is a good project which I think it helps a lot of people in our jurisdiction. Through it, some people are able to get shelter and food, which I think are the most pivotal things to human life. We support Mr. Stephen Hebb's project, which I think he's doing an excellent job through it. Yeah, it's really helping some of the families. I thank you. I'm Shamin Maharaj, and I belong to an amazing team of individuals We have come together under the banner of Tidy Towns Port Shepston. In keeping with the Tidy Towns concept of clean makes clean, we have come together as volunteers to help get Port Shepston cleaned up. Port Shepston is the hub of all business, our municipality offices, our iconic landmarks are situated right here. So it just made sense that we too look at Tidy Towns and start to clean up. We moved on firstly to start with the beachfront and the idea was to clean this area in order to make it more welcoming and more safe for family and friends to enjoy. Um, the intention was to encourage more tourists to visit the our area again, um, to improve certain facilities there and in an attempt to start and introduce park runs, cycling routes, fun walks, we want to host volleyball competitions, we want to look at flea markets, 
movie nights, yoga on the beach, live bands, and the possibilities are endless. But in order to get this going, we needed to firstly, obviously start cleaning up the area. And so we did this from about the end of July. And we've been busy cleaning up pathways, uh, revamping toilets, trimming the underbrush. Um, we've looked at, um, we've actually unveiled the 18-hole putt-putt course that's there. We've revived the Bry facilities and it's looking beautiful. We've painted the showers. The pool has had a bit of a revamp as well. And all of this is an attempt to just get the area looking and feeling good. We've, in these few months of work, we have actually forged very, very healthy relationships with the law enforcement, with municipality locally. And I must say that this project has taken off by storm with people who have come on board with very, very true intentions. And we hope that once we're done at the beachfront, we start encouraging more tourists. We start looking at improving business on our coast and we would see growth and development of our South Coast to its former glory as we know it. To the amazing and talented Great Governance team, The Voice, Mpumilali, and producer Al Ontong, respect and love. Keep the faith and let's work to make South Africa great right where we are. If you loved what you heard, subscribe to our Great Governance podcast that is available free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And of course, also on our HRD Governance Facebook page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Listen to learn.